Hello and welcome to Vibrant Lives podcast 5-minute food fact series. These are short podcast episodes, usually about 15 minutes rather than 5 actually, about nutrition related topics where I'll talk about why we need a certain food or nutrient, how much to consume, if there are any risks associated with it, and any other useful information to help you make healthy food choices. I'm Amanda Hayes, your host. I'm a lawyer turned nutritionist, and I have a passion to learn about how to live a vibrant life through practicing mindfulness and meditation, eating a nourishing and healthy diet, moving my body, and sharing what I learn with you here on this podcast. The health and nutrition space can be a confusing one, and identifying trustworthy sources of information is not always straightforward. My aim is to help you do that and present you with reliable information in a concise and easy to understand way. The content of my 5-minute food facts series is for information purposes only, and it's not intended to replace the advice of your health professionals. Today, I'll be discussing eggs, hen's eggs, that is. Last year, I did a four-part series on dietary fats, where I gave an overview of dietary fats, and then looked at unsaturated fats, saturated fats, and cholesterol. So if you want to brush up on your knowledge about fats, particularly cholesterol, please go back and listen. I wanted to look at eggs because they've been in and out of favour and have variously been referred to as artery-clogging villains and as a superfood. The confusion over whether or not eggs are healthy stems from their high cholesterol content, which I'll get to in a minute. Let's take a look at what the science says, but first I'll just note that Australians love eggs. We eat around 17 million eggs every day, or approximately 247 per person every year. Some of the noteworthy nutrients that eggs contain include protein, uh, various fats, including cholesterol. Uh, Eggs actually have 215 milligrams of cholesterol contained in the yolk and that's actually quite high for food and it accounts for two-thirds of the recommended daily limit of cholesterol intake. They're a good source of vitamins including A, some B vitamins, folate and vitamin D and they contain minerals such as selenium and zinc. They also contain the important antioxidants lutein and zeaxanthin which are important for eye health. So when you consider that eggs are the source of new life it makes sense that they are little nutrient bombs. For about 50 years, since around the 1970s, dietary cholesterol, that's cholesterol you eat, had been thought to contribute to high levels of blood cholesterol and that in turn was thought to increase the risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes. Eggs being high in cholesterol were pretty much off the menu according to many government health bodies. Science now understands that dietary cholesterol has only a small impact on blood cholesterol and the main contributors to raising blood cholesterol are in fact trans fats, of which eggs contain virtually none, and saturated fats, and eggs only contain a small to moderate amount of saturated fat. Of late, scientific studies looking at egg consumption have not confirmed a causal relationship between egg intake, dietary cholesterol and mortality. A recent meta-analysis showed the consumption of one egg per day is not associated with overall heart disease risk factors. 
Another study showed that for most healthy people, eating two to three eggs per day did not change bad or total cholesterol. And in fact, a study in China published this year found that moderate egg consumption, which they defined as one egg per day, was associated with protection against heart disease. This is actually a really good example of why nutrition can be confusing because as the science evolves, as we learn more, as the study techniques improve, advice changes. And of course, it can look inconsistent. However, despite what I just said, there are a small number of people who are cholesterol hyperabsorbers. That means they absorb a lot of cholesterol from foods they eat. For those people, foods containing high cholesterols like eggs are not advised. And this all comes down to your genes. So as always in nutrition, what is more important is the overall quality of your diet, your physical activity levels, and your unique genetic background. So let's look at some of the good stuff about eggs. As I mentioned earlier, eggs contain protein and they contain complete protein, which means that all nine essential amino acids are present. And you can refer back to my five minute food facts series about protein if you need to brush up on your knowledge about protein. They're also a relatively cheap source of protein and they've been found to help people feel full and reduce hunger. They're very versatile. As you know, you can eat them in savory or sweet dishes. And they're little powerhouses in the kitchen. In baking, they provide structure, leavening, color, and more. Because eggs become firm when they're cooked, they help set the structure and shape of baked products like cakes, for example. When they're whipped, they trap the trapped air expands on cooking and leavens, in other words, makes lighter and fluffier the baked items. Eggs also contain choline. In fact, they're one of the richest sources of choline. Choline is an essential nutrient. That means we need to obtain it from our food as our bodies cannot produce enough of it on their own. Choline is a water-soluble compound. It's neither a vitamin nor a mineral. It's important in fat and cholesterol metabolism, in DNA synthesis, in maintaining a healthy nervous system, and it's associated with improved memory. It also plays an important role in fetal brain development. Also, as you may have heard, eggs contain the omega-3 DHA, which is an essential fatty acid, which is important for brain and eye health. Now let's look at the different types of eggs you can buy at the supermarket. So there are four main egg farming systems used in Australia. Free-range eggs make up 47% of the egg market, caged eggs 40 barn-laid eggs 11 and then specialty eggs such as organic or omega-3 eggs make up 2%. Now most of us, I'm sure, don't like the thought of our egg-laying hens cooped up in tiny cages in inhumane conditions. Free-range sounds like a much better idea and we picture hens gleefully roaming around on grass pastures pecking at feed. In reality though, free-range just means to have access to an outdoor range. And probably the most important factor is the stocking density, and that means how many hens there are per hectare. The CSIRO and RSPCA say 1,500 birds per hectare is appropriate for free for free range. However, the limit's been set at 10,000 per hectare in Australia. 
Hens that forage and are happy actually produce higher quality eggs, eggs with more nutrients such as omega-3 and vitamin E. So if you want to know more about selecting the best brands in terms of conditions that the hens live in, I'll put a link to a choice article addressing this issue in the show notes, and I found this really helpful. To wrap up, it's important to remember that genetics, dietary patterns, and physical activity levels affect a person's predisposition to heart disease and type 2 diabetes more than one single food item, like eggs. Recent scientific studies I've reviewed say up to seven eggs per week, and some say more, can be safely consumed as part of an overall balanced diet and healthy lifestyle. However, if you do have or are at risk for heart disease or type 2 diabetes, I'd recommend you consult with your clinical nutritionist or GP for personalised advice. So the humble egg gives a lot more than just dietary cholesterol. A handy tip that I like if you're cooking with eggs is that fresh eggs will sink and stale eggs will float. So to find out if you have a fresh egg, just pop it in a glass of water. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you found something useful in today's episode. If you did, please share the podcast and tell your friends about it. Word of mouth still is one of the best ways to spread the word and I would really appreciate it if you help me do that. And you can subscribe to Vibrant Lives Podcast on all good podcast providers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast and Google Podcasts. And you can also subscribe on YouTube. Please follow me on Instagram at vibrant underscore lives underscore podcast or on Facebook at Vibrant Lives Podcast. Please do feel free to DM me and let me know if there's a topic you'd like to hear about in my five minute food facts series. Also, if you just want to say hi, I'd love to hear from you. This podcast is recorded on ancient Ghana land. I acknowledge the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of this land and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Thank you so much for tuning in. Eat well, move well, think well, live well.